whatever, Dave. All in my way. Good morning. Welcome to the Barn Sunday Morning Services. Thank you so much for being with me. I absolutely appreciate it. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by calling 800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND. You can also email church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org. Put your name in town, name in town, name in town, your emails. And good morning, everybody, again. I'm glad to see everybody. Um, I have a question that I, I want you to think about before you answer it. Don't just answer. Just think about it first and then answer it so that you can answer it honestly. All right? And the question is, can you name, since being on earth, can you name one time that you have done something for someone, anyone, and it wasn't ego-driven? You didn't get any ego feeling from it at all. It was uh, the honest way of doing things. Have you ever, at one time in your life, done anything where there wasn't an ego motivation behind it at all? Not one iota. Have you ever thought about that before? This question, anybody? Okay. I want you to think about that for a minute, and uh, I'll get back to you on it. And the reason I ask that, because I'm looking at what's happening around me, in the world around me, and at myself as well. And I'm looking at the political world, and I notice now that politics is about self-interest nowadays. Uh, every group has an agenda and is about what they want for their group. It's not about what is good for the country. You know, uh, one of the Kennedy guys, Robert, or, was it Robert Kennedy said, think not uh, what your country can do for you? Was it Robert or Ted? John? John? Oh, okay. He said, think not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That's out the window now. Uh, every group seemed to have its own agenda and it has nothing, to, it's not good for the country and in most cases it has nothing to do with the country. All right? For the example, um, the abortion issue. The abortion issue is a very selfish issue. It's all about the individual, not about the child. Just think about that. It's about a woman deciding that she doesn't want to be bothered with a child. It gets in the way of her going to work. It gets in the way of her having to raise it, feed it, guide it. It gets in the way of having to date or whatever they're doing. And so what they do, because it's, it's ego-driven, they will kill that child in the womb and excuse it away, saying, it's my body, it's my choice, God wanted it that way. And I don't know if you can get in it. Well, you can. That is selfishness to the core. Just think about it. And the ego allows them to make up an excuse that causes them to feel good about what they're doing. It won't let them see what they're doing. And they go so far as to pass laws that would allow them to do it. It's not about the child at all. Uh, uh, can you imagine killing your own child in your own body. It just, it's just, it's total, total ego. And the abortion issue is all selfish, all about that. It's all evil. Now, if a woman's life is on the line, um, it's a different story. The woman should have the first choice to live since she's already living, if that's possible. But it's all about, and speaking of that, I heard this story yesterday from this grandmother who said that her daughter were having a child and that child birth, the mother died and the daughter survived and the little girl is about four years old now and she said that her daughter is always, I mean the granddaughter is always talking to the mother now. She talks to her mother all the time and, and the grandmother said, she says, like, who are you talking to? She's like, I'm talking to my mom, my mother. 
He's like, I don't see anyone. She said, and the little girl said, well, it's because my mother is in the spirit now. You can't see her, but I see her. How many people believe that's possible? Would that scare you, though? No? Maybe if I was four, it wouldn't scare me. Can you imagine mama popping up right now? <laughs> and so I asked the grandmother, did she believe it, what she's scared about? She said she believed it, and it does make her a little nervous. She, because she believes it, and yet she doesn't believe it. Because as we get older, we're told that spirits are bad things. You know, it's a bad thing that we should be afraid of. You know, you get older, you start, you lose consciousness, you become afraid of things that you're not afraid of as kids. But anyway, abortion is, is suffrage to the core. You're killing a life so you can live your suffrage ego life. It's just mind-blowing to me. Another thing is the same-sex marriage thing, total, absolutely ego-driven and very suffrage. Because what it does is it deliberately destroys the order of the family. It restructures the family. It changes the family of, uh, of God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, the woman over the children. That's the perfect order. But these people are so selfish and ego-driven and wicked that they are passing laws to change that. And in return, the next generation, the next generation will suffer for it. Because the more you give into that, the more that order is going to be broken and the kids are going to suffer for it. Because unless you have that order, you, you suffer in life, period. The next one is the black movement, black folks. Not all, not all, not all, but most. Uh, they want affirmative action. They, want, uh, they, they don't want voter laws, which require you to have an ID in order to go and vote. They say, oh, no, you're trying to stop blacks from voting. And they lie and say that, you know, people want to stop them. It's not true. Common sense says we need order. We need order. We, we want the, I think voting is one of the most important things you can do in life. And so we need some kind of structure there to make sure that the crooks don't get in and, and mess it up. Because if you vote in the wrong people, we all suffer for it. But they, they say, oh, no, this is uh, the laws. They don't want blacks to vote. And blacks are saying, that's right, we shouldn't have an ID. And I'm thinking, we shouldn't have to have an ID. And I'm thinking, how can you feel that way? You have to have an ID to go to the toilet nowadays. Have you noticed that? No. But how, how did we get so suffers like that? Where did that come from that you have a group of people who are unwilling to do it the right way? They fight. They go to court. They call names. They fight against doing it the right way. And I remember growing up, black people did it the right way for the most part. They loved what was right. They did what was right to the best of their ability. And now you have this black agenda that is totally ego-driven and all wrong. And it's just out there. And it's not being discussed in that manner at all. It's, it's, people don't discuss the ego. They just say, well, the whites are against the blacks. The Republicans are against the Democrats. And those so mean Republicans don't want us to vote. And it's not about what's best for the country, what's best for America. Is it best that we have IDs in order to vote? Because we have illegal aliens, we have all kinds of folks here now. Is it best that we have IDs to make sure that everybody is uh, a citizen of this great nation? They don't talk about that. They don't talk about what's best. Another thing, liberal women created a shameless society. The women's movement have caused so much destruction in the family, in our country, with different laws. And their laws are totally against men. I can't think of one liberal law that's been passed, in the last, and I tried to, that's been passed in the last 50 years that enhanced the life of the man and of the family. I can't think of one. And yet, their agenda is in the forefront of our lives all the time. This is evil. Our battle is a spiritual battle between good and evil, right versus wrong. It really is. I was looking at a program this morning as I was getting dressed. In this program, they take black boys off to a camp somewhere. 
Steve Harvey and all those guys involved in it. And they, they show the black guys how to, you know, work out, exercise, and they try to help them get their life together. But the one thing that they do, that they may be successful in helping them get careers going and kind of moving forward, which is not a bad thing at all. I like that part of it. But the one thing they do, there's some point that they get, there's a point when they get with the mothers, because mostly women, these kids are single mother, with single mothers. So they get at a point where they bring the kids together with the mothers, and guess who the bad guy is? The dad. So they're not encouraging these boys to love their fathers and mothers. They're encouraging them to hate their fathers and love mama. At the end of the program, they even, well, the one I saw, I don't know if they do it all the time, they even bring the, the boys and the mamas back together, and they had the boys say, I love you, mama. You're the best, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow. And so they're hating their fathers, not realizing that as long as they hate their fathers, they're never going to find peace. You, they can make money, and that's not a bad thing. These guys need to learn how to work. They need to learn how to be independent. But as long as they hate their fathers, they're not going to. And they don't have the mother. The mother's doing a little counseling session. She, I haven't seen it because this is my first time watching the program. Not one mother said what she did wrong. Not one. It was all that bad father and, I'm sorry, son, I allowed you to go through that. You're a bad father. But the mother did not admit it. Like the father had nothing better to do but wake up in the morning and say, you know what, let me just beat my wife today before, what? Oh, where my mic? Oh, thank you, Dad. Like the father had nothing better to do than just to get up. You know, before I go to work, let me just beat my wife for no reason. Beating is not good. I'm not encouraging it. And when he gets home at night, just right after dinner before going to bed, let me beat her again. And so I, it just, it's ego-driven. And ego is evil. And we got to do something about it. And so that's why what made me look at myself and also it made me think, let me ask the folks today here in the, in the building and also out there in uh, uh, TV land, have you ever done anything in your life since being on earth that wasn't ego-driven at all. There was no ego in it at all. Um, so you guys have, and ladies have had time to think about it, right? No? Anybody here? Oh, okay. Yes, Forrest. Did you ask for hand as far as not doing anything? My question is, I'm asking now. Since being on earth... The 82 years you've been here. Uh, <laughs> How long you been here? Going on 75. Going on, so you've been here 74 years thus far. Right. Is the mic okay, Doug? Uh, we can't hear it. Is it, is it on? Is the mic on? Let, let me check. It's on. I have a live mic. So since being on Earth in the 70. How many years? 74. 74. That left my mind just like that. Wow. In the 74, 74 years of being on earth, have you ever done anything for anyone else and it wasn't ego-driven? Oh, yeah, I've done it a lot of times. Give me that example of something you did that there was no ego involved at all. Um, recently, uh, I started a tennis academy with one of my sons. And we had somebody come from Mexico to study how to play tournament tennis and professional tennis uh, from, from Mexico uh, with us. And so we, we got to know one another and then we started to agree to a price that it would cost them. And I took a liking to this young man and he was from a very, very wealthy family in Mexico. And we were kind of talking and negotiating about the price, and it, it occurred to me that I can help this young man, and for him to listen to me better, I'm not going to accept any money to do it. Because I felt that I could help him not only with his tennis, but with other things. And he's a fine young man, and I haven't changed my opinion. So it's a, I've done this before, and I found that 
the students listen a lot closer uh, if I'm not getting, thing, getting anything out of it, and they know that I can walk away in a second. So he is listening closely, and it's a lot more fun uh, for me to do this. And okay. I've done it before. So you're not charging him? No. Even not, though he couldn't pay? Yeah, he could have afforded anything, $150 yeah. an hour, which I probably would have charged him. Right. But it's been about six or eight weeks now. It's been a very gratifying experience, and I look forward to being there. I'm on time. It's I'm gratifying there. for you. Pardon me? It's gratifying for you. Very gratifying. I'm yeah. there from two to four hours with our sessions. And uh, uh, like I said, it's not the first time. I haven't done it a lot because I've had to make a living uh, yeah. doing this. But and, anyway, that's been my experience, and I won't tell you any of the others. And so that was one of your non-ego actions that you took with this particular person, right? I absolutely have absolutely nothing to gain. Oh, okay. Uh, at all. Well, you said you were receiving, receiving self-gratification from it. Uh, you... It's a give-and-take experience where you lend somebody your experience and they go out and take your word for it and try it and see if it works or not. And when he's gratified, he thanks me. And... I we have an exchange of two human beings and it's a very gratifying experience the kind of exchange you want to have with your fellow man or woman uh, on a daily basis that's okay. what keeps us alive and so the self oh that's what keeps you alive the self gratification no, no, the, the exchange <laughs> with this fun Exchange with you're you're trying to get me to say I'm getting something out of it. I actually no, I'm not. Listen, wait. Let me do this, guy. Honestly, this is even though I don't like being all serious and, and all that, but this is a a serious conversation, and I'm not trying to get you to say anything that's not true about yourself, because this is a very very important conversation. But I'm not trying to make you say anything that's not true. I, I want you to. This is self-examination. Know thyself, all right? So I'm not looking, and that's why I wanted you to think about it before you answered it. I wanted to put it out there. So while we're giving, doing another layout there, you think about, wow, that's an interesting question. You know, have I really, really done anything where my ego really wasn't involved? So I'm not trying to make you, you say what you see to say about yourself. You know better than I do. I'm just having a meeting here to enlighten and to be enlightened. Uh, okay, so anyway, I left out the fact that there's a third person involved, my associate that I'm running this tennis academy with, and he is benefiting from my 52 years' experience doing this, yeah. and he's also learning, which is another gratifying thing. So we have something going that's very productive and enlightening, and, and I really like it. And, I, you know, when you've been doing something for over 50 years, it could get old. But it's not old. It's, it's yeah. fresh and new, and I look forward to it. And yeah. I, 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 I wish this on, any, on anybody in this room, whatever they're doing, to have something fresh and young and productive and, you know. And so the last point on this, the self-gratification is not ego gratification? There may be something there. You know, I'd have to look at it, but... Uh, I don't have a real audience to play to here. I'm just there's just three of us, and we there's no one else. Uh, the only gratification I would get out of it, egotistically, that I can see is that when this particular person becomes a very good tennis player and a good example, he will tell other people about us, and he will send us business, okay. and we will be more successful. Now, if you want to call that ego gratification, I don't want to call it anything. I want okay. you to know yourself. And so the final question on this, and I'll move on. This self-gratification is not ego gratification, in your opinion? Um, I don't know for sure if it is or not. But I mean, when you do a good job, when you do a good job, do you feel good about it? Do you have to get anything out of it at all, or you just do it because uh, it's the thing to do? We're gonna do I'm going to get to that in a minute. Very I'm good not, question I'm for not me. getting any money out of this, so to me it appears to be the thing to do for me. And so the self-gratification is worth, <laughs> is worth more than the money. Um, yeah, it's more fun. 
Okay. Had you charged him for training him, would you have been getting, would you have received self-gratification? Had you made him pay for it? When I went to the bank, I'd get plenty because there'd be a lot of money there, uh, you know, and be able to pay a lot of bills and everything. Okay. Um, I, I didn't think of it like that. This just happened. This was a momentary decision. I said, I won't charge. He said, what? He came to me. He says, my father insists that we pay you. I said, I'm not going to accept any money okay. because I know as soon as you give me some money, you're, you're not going to listen as closely. Okay. And closing on that, we may end up coming back to it. I think the worst mistake you made were not, was not to charge him. You should have charged him because he can afford it. He will have a better appreciation for it. Uh, you got more out of him by him having to pay for it. Because one thing I've learned about people over the last 22 years, when you give people free stuff, they don't have the insight about it. The appreciation of it is not the same. Life, Jesse, life is timing. There, there could be a time for that. If he improves enough, I'll say, okay, uh, this is what the fee is. It, it, it you know, this, it, it, things don't stay the same. Yeah. I don't plan on it, but that could come and, and maybe not. This particular kid's been a loser. You made an interesting point in that you said you didn't really know it was ego-driven because you hadn't thought of it that way. You didn't really look at it. And that's where the problem is. Well, you know, not problem, problem, but that's where the issue is, is that we, our ego is so covered up by us that we really don't look to, at what, even though the little warning signs are there, we really won't look at our motivation behind, or our motive behind what we do in life. We really don't see it. And so maybe that's why you just wasn't paying attention, so you're not aware if it was ego-driven or not. Nobody knows this except the vast amount of people in this room and our vast audience nationwide. But no one has to know where your ego, the person, you could be dealing with one person and get an ego high. You know, the world doesn't have to know it. Your ego just know about it. That one person, you feel good knowing that that one person thinks you've done something good. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I So do. you don't need a broad audience for that. Well, good, 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 good stuff. Good example, man. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, Patrick. Oh, then I come to you, Rick. Yeah. I just want to make a clarification. Uh, you said things are ego. Is everything ego driven? No, that you didn't get some sort of ego gratification from it. Okay. Good. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's, that's all. I'm a, you haven't, have, oh, you haven't thought of anything yet? I have. I mean, I, I know that I've gotten ego gratification in some way for every everything because I am ego, and there's no way I could separate my ego getting gratification from something. So since being on the, this world, this earth, for as long as you've been here, you can't think of one instant where you did something for someone that wasn't ego, that you did not get an ego gratification from it. Right. Now, I've done things for people for the right reasons, as everybody, I'm sure, has. Right. But, no, I can't think of anything where our, my ego didn't seep in and I felt some kind of... And I, I, I don't know all the things I've done. I'm just, off the top of my head, no, I can't think of yeah. anything. If you want to know, ask God to let you see. He says, you know, God, let me see if i ever done anything where I did not get one iota of an ego gratification from it. He'll let you see that. So right now, you can't think of anything. No. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and you've been on the earth so long. Not quite as long as Forrest, but pretty long. <laughs> right now, maybe later you'll be able to think of something, because this is a new conversation for you. I could. You but could. right now, you can't think of anything. If it anything. pops up, I will raise my hand and shake my hand. <laughs> All right. Yes, Forrest. I, I forgot to add everything before this in my life, most everything involved was ego gratification, everything I did. So I wanted to move away from that. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, sir. I don't know if this qualifies uh, for uh, what you say. but uh, If you don't know, then no, it doesn't. Okay, okay. <laughs> but... Uh, a long time ago, while I was working in Olive View Medical Center in Silmar, I worked, uh, there were uh, old buildings, and we, we keep a lot of medical records in, uh, in it. That's where I worked as a temp. 
Well, anyway, one day, uh, one day when I at lunchtime, when I was pray, uh, was uh, uh, pray, uh, praying, one of my co-workers brought his girlfriend, girlfriend, uh, friend in, uh, in about where old where uh, warehouse. And I guess when I make a long story short on this because you're losing me. And it was okay. I guess my pre uh, my presence may have uh, in a way intimidated both uh, intimidated both of them because uh, my coworker was going uh, want to have sex with his girlfriend in, uh, in the uh, area. My my I'm not talking about that kind of gravitation, buddy. Not, uh, well, it's not that. It's just that uh, my presence stopped it. And I, uh, uh, and he, uh, the coworker was a bit, bit, uh, bit angry with me about, uh, about it. Okay. Well, thanks for that story. That really helped. Yes. So uh, when it comes down to, uh, to it, I may have, uh, I may have unwittingly stopped, the, uh, stopped them. Uh, two people committing sin. I didn't even know it. All right. Well, right on. That was not ego driven. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good example, buddy. You stop two people from sinning. That worked. I bet you feel good, right? I didn't feel anything. Oh, okay. I didn't feel yes, ma'am. About it. Let's go here. <laughs> See, I told you it's not that serious, but it needs to be dealt with. Yes. I have two questions. So the first. Um, I think maybe when I was maybe four, I remember doing something that I can say was genuinely not ego-driven. After that, I can't really think of anything. But what it did bring to mind... <laughs> the last time I was four years old. And that is so quite possible. You're well, absolutely right about that. And that, so that brought me to my second question. We're born with a sinful nature. Are we born good with a good nature and it's always in us and it gets straight away somehow we stray from it or are we bad and we learn our good nature and some of us just take longer to learn it or to see it that's a real good question we'll get to that in a minute all right don't let me end without answering that all right um it, uh how about you in the yellow blouse you understand the question? Huh? Did you understand what he asked you? Oh. He's talking. <laughs> 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 you speak English? Huh? Does she speak English? Does she speak English? Yes, she does. She don't hear that well. Oh, I see. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Well, how about you? Have you ever no, done have, anything I've... since being on Earth that you didn't get a e uh, that you didn't get ego gratification you from it? Yeah, I have done some things. It's been a long time ago. Let her hold it, Rob. She can hold it. That way, yeah, you know. Yeah, I have, funny. but uh, <laughs> I just can't remember some of the things that I've I've done. But I have. But uh, it's been so done, long. Yeah, it's been a long time. For some, <laughs> like when you were four years old. Well, probably more or less when I was a teenager yeah. in school. Yeah. You know, most time when you are younger, you do do a lot of things when you're at younger, that age. That's right. Uh huh. So, but like I say, it's been a long time. I just really can't think of what Have you while, thought of this question before this morning? Like, wow, everything, do I do anything where I don't get some kind of little ego high from it? Yeah. Have you thought about that? Yeah. More, yeah. Yeah. And what did you come up with? What did I come up with? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> This is such a good question, huh? It is kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what church is supposed to do, wake you up, kind of get you to start thinking about yeah. things. But, uh, will you repeat that again? Have you ever done anything since being on earth where you did not get ego gratification from? Have you done anything for anybody uh, or anything where you didn't get ego gratification from? From the person, or just did I get it from yeah, myself? Yeah, from yourself. Oh, yeah. Within yourself. I've got it from myself because I felt good about it. Yeah, so you always, you get that ego gratification from yourself. Yeah. Because you felt good about it, right? Yeah, but I'm watching it now. I don't do that as much. Yeah. And what made you start to watch that so you could kind of get over that? Well, I start trying to meditate, and, you know, the meditation teach you about uh, uh, your ego, how yes. it 
pop up and make you feel good about yourself. It's um, amazing how that thing dominates us, huh? Yeah, it's the thing within us. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, good. Okay. How about you, Michelle? Michelle in the back. Is your name Michelle, too? Oh, me? Yeah. No, this lady next to you. Oh, okay. All right. Michelle in the back. Yeah. Michelle, have you ever done, since being on earth, for as long as you've been here, <laughs> anything where you didn't get an ego gratification feeling from? Yes. What? What? No, the lady behind you. Well, you know, my mom's eyesight is going bad. Uh -huh. So usually, I'll talk to her maybe like twice a week. And she'll want me to come over and, like, help her with the bills or something. Right. And I'll go over there and help her with the bills. Right. And you don't get any sort of, any kind of feeling from that at all? No. And you don't feel sorry for your mother? No. So you feel nothing about doing it? You just do it? Yeah. Okay. So one thing since you've been on Earth? No, there's other things. Oh, okay. But that was just one that comes to my mind. Have you thought about this question before today, how ego driven you really are and you need some type of satisfaction from it? No, I, I always thought about the ego-driven part. Right. But you hadn't realized that, wow, I get high from everything I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> you had not thought about no, that? No, I, no, I, I am ego-driven a lot. I, I, I do see that. As far as, like, when it comes to, like, jobs and stuff, I... I'm really, I am ego-driven about that, but right. when it comes to, like, certain things like helping people, that just comes, like, naturally from the heart. I don't get really nothing out of Naturally it. from the heart. <laughs> I got some water, ice water in hell <laughs> I want to sell to you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so, so you, you, you have paid close enough attention to yourself to know that what you're saying is true and that you've been doing things and, and there was no ego feeling of any kind from it. Yeah, there is from the other things, yes. But as far as, like like I said, like helping her with the bills, like over and help her with the bills or something yeah. like that. But otherwise, most of it is ego-driven. Oh, okay. How about what you do with your husband? Is, is that ego-driven too? <laughs> when dealing with him, is it ego-driven? Is it? Why she's well, thinking about it, you can call in at 800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND, all right? Or you can email church at bondinfo.org. Go ahead, Michelle. When dealing with him, it, I don't believe it's ego-driven. You don't? No. You think it's pure love? Unconditional love? Yes. So you don't get mad at him? Of course. You do get mad? Yes. Is that ego? Of course. No. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't think that's ego. You know what is it? Pure love. <laughs> no, I don't think it's ego. Is it I, pure love? Some of it, yes. And then the rest is what? trying to say? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm saying, am I clear what I'm saying? Yes, you are. It, it's not a test. I'm not trying to make anyone look bad. I'm not trying to get you to say what you think I want you to say. I'm so just... When you say when I deal with him, it's an ego. Yes. What do you, like, what do you mean? It's an ego. Do you get uh, a sense of gratification from it, ego gratification? Like when he asked me to do something? Period. No. Never. I say never, but no, most of the time, no. How about when you get mad at him? No, what am I getting out of it when I get mad at him? Nothing. E ego. The ego gets mad. That's a good question, Michelle. You don't realize that when you get angry at another person, it's ego-driven, right? Because things are not going your way. I don't think that's all necessarily true. Uh, is some of it true? Yes. And then the rest is what? 
what the rest is, but <laughs> So you get so you get full blown angry. No. And then half of it is is non ego and the rest is what? Why do you say I'm full you think I'm angry? I'm not angry. I don't think you're angry. You I asked if you get angry sometimes you say yes. I said yes sometimes. Right. And it's that ego driven. Ego gratification. It's like pulling a tooth. No, no, it's no. It's not? No. Okay. All right. I don't want to pressure you to say anything that's not true. Because if you don't know for yourself, me pressuring or my pressuring you will not help you. It got to come naturally. So you say no, right? Yes. <laughs> you say yes, I say no. You're confusing me. Oh, okay. What am I doing to confuse you? You're not being clear. Because you said when I make him angry... No, I said, when you get angry. It depends on what the anger is about. And some of your anger is ego gratification, some is not? I don't believe that, the soul. I'm sorry? I don't believe that's, the, I don't believe that's true. You don't believe what's true? I need an example. I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> you about to make my ego come out. <laughs> We'll come back to you. Okay. All right. Yes, Hermes. Uh, wait for Rob. He's on his way. He's almost there. He's there. When you first asked the question, I was thinking, you know, of course, you know, I've done stuff that was pure and, you know, of good intent. But after thinking about it, I realized that I agree with what uh, some of the ladies said or some of the folks said that I think as a kid, I've done things that without without a uh, uh, ego gratification, but, but you can't I can't remember think of anything when. that I've done, I mean, recently or in the last, maybe as an adult, that there wasn't any sort of feeling or emotion attached to it. You can't and think of one thing as I long as you've been one, on this earth. I mean, it, it, w without some kind of feeling of, or, or something attached to it. And you've been here for like 50 years. Not quite that long. Oh, okay. Close. <laughs> but some kind of emotion. So if that's what you're saying by... You know, by ego gratification, having some kind of feeling or emotion behind it. Um, yeah, even when I'm, no one else knows about it, and I've done it, and I haven't told anyone. Like Forrest is saying, no one else has to know about it. There is some sort of feeling, a, a feeling of goodness, or you know that you've accomplished something worthwhile. So, had you thought about this before today? No, you never thought. Not about really. It. No. It's so important to think about these things. I'm telling you, and I'll tell you why in a minute. It's so important. God wants us to think on these things, to think, to pay attention to what's really, really going on because what's happening out here is not as important as to what's happening in here, within here. I'm telling you, folks, and I'm a dummy. I'm not the brightest light on the block, but I know for a fact that the situation is not the issue. It's what's happening in here during the situation. It really, really, really is and when you can see it, it frees you up. It looks like all is well. It feels like everything is that. It feels better than a million dollars would feel or anything. It is mind-blowing how that is. So sometimes I see these things like, and I, I feel so free. Like I've discovered something that was holding me down and I didn't know it. And I'm free. And I'm like, wow, I feel like everything is fine now. Just seeing these little things, what seem like little things. It's so serious that you pay attention to yourself. Yes. That one thing. I think I've thought of it in the sense that uh, when I've done something good, that I uh, I would make myself have some kind of. I guess I thought I could make myself have a pure intent, and so I don't even think that I know what it means to have a pure intent because. It's of myself. I try to create that pure intent. Yeah. So that I'm coming from the right place. <laughs> That's deep. You know? So that's what happens right away. Satan tells you, oh, that's a good thing you just did. So you won't see the intent behind it. He's always there to help you cover it up. Isn't that amazing? Yes, Andre. Andre, the smartest audio engineer on this side of heaven. Um, I've thought that. Uh... You got yourself a good man. You know that? <laughs> but yeah, you give him hell, huh? You do? Yes, I do. Why would you give a good man hell? It's not up to me. If it was up to me, I would never give help anyone. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. 
But no, that's good you give him hell because if he is truly a good man, he can handle the hell. So you're doing him let a favor. Me, let me tell that clear. He does handle that very well. And that's something. It is. And he's so young. He is. You're a blessed woman. Thank you. Yes, sir. I've realized that if I've ever done anything good, if I can remember it, <laughs> then there's ego involved. That's a good point. If That's I, a very I, good point. If I've forgotten about it, then it was pure intent. Yeah. If I can remember it, then that's there's ego for sure. Yeah. Because if it's, I've realized that memory is attached to how you feel in that moment, and then you just, I guess. Very good point, you boy. Re- relive that moment by remembering the feeling, basically. And were you from Russia? No, Iraq. <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> I'm not from Iraq, by the way, people. That is a very good point. If you can remember what you did, it's ego-driven. Yeah. Ego gratification. Because when you don't remember it, it was good intent. You had the pure intent, yeah. Very, 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 very mucho mama mia. Good point. All right, thank you, sir. Go back in there and record this thing. Yes, yes, Sonia. I never had a good intent. Like, I always had ego. And I thought about this question before because one time you had something like this before, like, think about your ego. And so I start thinking about it and I start meditating. And I start meditating. And when I would do something for someone, I felt like this joy inside of me. Yeah. But then I would watch it and. Sometimes I couldn't get rid of it. It just, it just, it just kept coming back and forth. Is there a problem with the mic? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Hold on a minute here. It is. Is it on? It was muted. Oh, <laughs> see, we when they grab it, Robert, pay attention, make sure. Because sometimes the people are holding it. It was green when I gave it. To I know, but sometimes they hold it, don't realize the impression. Oh. So they kind of uncomfortable, like nervous. Okay. Go ahead, son. Um, I can repeat it. But you had a sermon like this before. Yeah. And it was, it, was, it was about the same thing, about the ego. And I thought about it, and every time I did something for someone, I had, like, a certain joy inside of me, and I would watch it. And sometimes it would go, like, in and out. I would be in and out. So, but I was just sitting here thinking, but I haven't came up with nothing that I had <laughs> pure intentions. Isn't that amazing, yeah. though? Like, we can go through our whole life thinking we're doing good stuff for people with, with the right motivation. And I wouldn't want to drop my body and then, and then God say, oh, you know what? Yeah, look at all your wrong motivations, uh, ego gratification you got. That's why we, I want to know now why I, have, why I live instead of finding out later. You know, you drop your body. Now you're going into the light. And you see all these things you should have done and how you really were, and then the darkness come. That would be awful. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but you know, because we don't know. But we got a chance right now to know. And I want to know now why I have a chance, why I live. I want to know now. And so these things are so important. Uh, let me take this, y'all, later, and then I'll come to you. Very, you're right on, Sonia. Yes? I have a question. Okay. So is the ego emotionally fed is it what emotion fed by emotion of course one way or another yes so you okay i'll come back to you with that other question don't let me forget right here and then back over here i can't wait to ask the the man in this with the flag on his shirt yeah i thought about this uh, (laughs) a few years back and i thought about it it kind of uh um kind of started me becoming saved. I read this verse in the Bible about King Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. And um, he was building, he built the first temple to worship God. And then he thought about it. Well, is this van, you know, what is this that I'm building here? And he he said, he finally realized that um, all was vanity everything he did, the big temple to worship God and pray to him was nothing more than, uh, it was vanity. Yeah. And then all was vexing is the second thing that he kind of realized. It was all ego to build that temple. And it was nothing but anguish. And uh, 
you know, afterwards. And so you've been on the earth for a long time yeah. now. Many moons have come and gone. Have you ever done anything that you didn't get that ego gratification from? I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I, I can't, I should have got a list and brought them to you, but. Uh, <laughs> a list of non-ego I'll bring you a list next week if you want me to. So you don't know if you have or not? Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> so reading that story about Solomon didn't even help. It did. <laughs> no, it did. I'm kidding. Yes, Pat. Uh, I just want to say, you know, we're talking about the gratification we don't think about. Yes. But there's also the gratification we do think about. And that's really prevalent. But if it's thought of in a good way, then it's not thought of as a bad thing. Right. So I, I give a donation to you, and I feel good about it. Did I feel good because it was the right thing to do or because it, it was an ego gratification for it? Or we, whatever the case may be, but we do that all the time. I, yeah. I do a good job. I feel good. Yeah. So there's a lot of that going on that's just right there that we do see, but it's thought of as it's as good. good. It's labeled as good. Good point. Yeah. So... When you give donations and you get that feeling, now that you're thinking about it, is it ego? I want my money back is what I'm thinking. <laughs> no. Um, do, uh, <laughs> do you believe that there is a way to do things where the ego is not involved at all? Absolutely. You think that's possible? Oh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. And why do you think that's possible? It, have to, it would have to be possible because there are people that are in need of certain things. Let's just say money for the now. And they do need money. Yeah. And if I have means, I could give it to them. Have you noticed that when you do something that nobody see, see you doing it, the ego want you to tell somebody? And you'd be like, well, I'm going to keep this one to myself. And they've been trying to make you talk. <laughs> and so you get around one person and try to make you tell it. And you'd be like, no, I'm not going to tell it. And then it makes you, it, 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 it just keeps talking to you until you finally tell it. I had that experience yesterday. Or, yeah, yesterday was Saturday, right? Yeah. I'll tell you about it real fast. Don't forget your thought. I went to the, uh, the store to pick up an item. And so I got to the, the window there, and I can just kind of see that this lady was suffering inwardly. So I said to her, and I had I met her before, but it's been a long time, right? And I said, you know, I noticed you, you haven't forgiven your mother yet. And I said that because you haven't forgiven your mother, you're just not free. You're not, I told you to forgive her. And she's like, wow, you remember me? She said, I remember you telling me that a while back, some months ago, right? And she said, but I, I forgave her, and, uh, but I just don't be around her. I just don't be around her. I forgave her. And I said, but... Uh, it's more than just not being around her. You need to forgive her so that you can go free. And she said, like, I don't look like I'm free. And I said, no. And then she, I said that because when she speaks, her voice is like really soft and timid. I said that one example of you not being free is that I noticed when you speak to the customers, you're like, how you doing? That's not your voice, Michelle. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about a white woman. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, thank you. Uh, doesn't that sound like Michelle? And I was not thinking of Michelle. I was not thinking of you, Michelle. How you doing? Yeah. I said that the reason you're speaking to the customers in that way, because you're afraid that if you had a, a voice of authority, if you spoke with authority, that they're going to yell at you and you can't deal, deal with it. And that woman broke down and started crying. She just boo-hoo, and we had a line of people, you know, and everything. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, and she was like, she couldn't even see the cash register. She was like, I said, you know what? We'll talk about this later. We'll just talk, because, you know. And she was like, wow. She said that when you first spoke to me, I, uh, some months ago, she said, I've been thinking about that ever since. She said, I even dreamed about you telling me this. And uh, I, I'm surprised that you remembered me. And so I said, well, just, you know, you got to forgive and I and when I got released, she said, oh, I put my email address in the bag because she wanted to keep the computer taken going. So I said to myself, I'm not going to tell anyone this story. I'm going to keep this one private. 
And my ego wanted me to tell it, right? And I could hear my ego talking to me to tell it. And so I went and met Frankie for lunch. And, and then the ego started talking to me again. Tell it. Just tell Frankie. You guys talking deep talk anyway, right? <laughs> and I found myself telling him. And I'm like, oh, that was stupid. I'm like, I shouldn't have told him. So I recognized it. But isn't that like nicer of the ego making you tell it? It won't let you not tell it until you become really, really aware of what's going on. But that's my ego, sir. Yes, Pat. Well, it wasn't gossip. It was just it's to get a feeling from it. I really want you to understand it. It wasn't gossip. It was just, it wouldn't let me just let that be between me and her and the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed like, I don't know if it's even important or not, but it's these things we got to watch. It wasn't gossip at all. It wasn't, it wasn't put the woman down and all that kind of stuff. I'll come back to you. Sorry. Let me, yes. I, I think another interesting thing was, you know, when Forrest was talking about, and I, I can't quote him exactly, but it was something about wow, the exchange kind of, between people kind of makes the world go round or keeps, keeps you young or whatever. And that could, be, that could be another deception too. It is. Because what keeps you going is the spirit inside of you that's glowing all the time. <laughs> you don't need something else to keep you going. You don't need any outer source to keep you going. Matter of fact, because... Eventually, that out-of-source situation will change on you. It's not going to always be the same, but the love of God is always the same. It never changes, and that's why he wants us to have that relationship with him, and he is the only one that should be giving us life because it will change. There's things in the world today are here today and gone tomorrow. Family members are here today and gone tomorrow. Friendship, here today, gone tomorrow. It's constantly changing. And once it's gone, then that light is going out and your energy is gone. And that stuff is very deceptive and it seems good. I, and I it sounds good when you say it. I can think of simple things that sound ridiculous when I say them out loud, but inwardly I'm thinking they're good. Yeah. I'm thinking if I go wash my car, I'll get a good feeling. If I go get a fresh haircut, I'll get a good feeling. Yeah. If I get some new clothes, I'll get a good feeling. But all those things, especially if we don't say them out loud, they have a way of seeming like they're okay. Yeah. And they kind of drive us forward and make us, make us feel good through the day. Yeah. I, I want you to see this because I want you to allow God to reveal it to you. It's not enough that we're just talking about it. The reason we'll use the words to talk about it because my desire is that you start to focus on yourself from within. And then once you, once, once you start looking at self, God will reveal this to you. And once he re- reveal it to you, reveals it to you, you're free. Because we can talk about it and you can start watching yourself. It's not going to free you up. It must be revealed to you. Because we can't even see the depths of our ego until it is revealed to us. And that's the truth. It must be revealed. Yes. You know, one more thing. You know, um, even even talking and and exchanging here... (laughs) Wait, we, we, we got to do a drug call. Yes, this is Mary. How many, how many ounces do you need? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, on, I'm in church right now. But just text me the number amount you need. I'll be out here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pat, I'm sorry. Texting is a great invention, by the way. Yeah. Um, but even, you know, I, I see myself, I'm, I'm, we're talking about truth and stuff. But we can say something. If I think I just said something that sounds great, I feel my ego inside. Oh, you just said something good. Yeah. You know, it's like it's always doing that. Yeah. Even in any given any, time anything. where you're, we're talking about truth, the yeah. ego pops in. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh, let me do this real fast because we have, what, five minutes or so? Six minutes. Let me go to the man in the white shirt and the lady in front of the man in the white shirt. Yes. Have you ever in your whole life <laughs> done anything that you didn't get some type of ego gratification from it? Yes. Yes, what? Um, I, ye- yesterday I had a conversation with a good buddy of mine. And uh, I know he didn't want to hear something that, that I told him. And I, I told it to him anyway. And I didn't, I didn't feel anything about it. I didn't feel good, bad, or anything. It was just straight up with him. And, and so why did you tell him? Uh, because he asked me. Oh, he asked, and you yeah, responded? Exactly. And so, that's a, so this was yesterday? Correct. And so prior to yesterday, 
all ego gratification. Say what? Prior to yesterday's event, you, had you done anything where you didn't get any feelings uh, from uh, yeah, I've, any. Done, I've done things where I haven't got any ego. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you thought about yourself and this ego in this manner before today? Yeah. No, I, I think you and I were having a conversation a couple of weeks ago, and I, I, I really realized how much my life, basically everything about me is ego. Oh, okay. Um, and, oh, I forgot uh, about that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, right. I think about it pretty regularly, although I think it's a great question, and you got me thinking about some stuff, and I, I can relate to uh, you know, the idea of truth and thinking that you have the truth and getting really ego and built up, and, and uh, that's the danger of even thinking you know truth. Yeah. You know, is, is all the ego behind that and uh, also feeling like you're a man and you want to be strong that's ego it, it's there's there's so many just different ways the devil a lot of ways devil can get you and uh I, the devil devil did it well for me you know even right. with my job everything was ego my friends are everything <laughs> so what a um, sad way to live yeah, yeah absolutely let me ask this young lady right here i'm looking at the time yes right here in front of him well actually thought about this a lot oh good <laughs> i have thought about this right many on. times it, Whenever I do something, I think about that. So I have done things good for people, and my ego was right there, you yeah. know, pulling on me. So I watch it, and sometimes it goes away, and, and I feel at peace, and other times it just keeps, you know, takes over. Yeah. And I feel high from it. <laughs> so. I understand. I totally understand. Let me... This young lady, give me, just for the record, you sit there all up there looking well. Well, well, yeah, I was thinking, too, even when I try to suppress saying something to someone and I know that they're wrong about something that they're doing, um, and I say, Deb, don't say anything, you know, <laughs> and when I don't say anything, still my ego yes. is like, wow, you, you didn't, you know, you didn't, um, <laughs> you know, call them out on something they did wrong and you kept it to yourself and... But it'll come up, it'll surface, and then I'll suppress it. As a matter of fact, it's the ego that's telling you not to say anything. And then the ego rewards you for not saying anything. Yeah. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, it goes back and forth. It's crazy. Yeah. Let me just say this. Because of time, um, I can see right now. I'm running. I got to end this now. So that's all ego. <laughs> um, I noticed this about myself the other day. I'm driving and I'm getting on the freeway and this person tried to jump in front of me to get on the freeway. And so I let them in and then they waved at me saying, thank you. And I waved back and I felt that feeling. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I said, I would never wave at anybody else. I felt that feeling when I waved back because I let them in and they acknowledged it. And then my mind tried to tell me, oh, Jesse, that was fine, because if you had not weighed back, you would have been rude. You know, it's trying to help me cover it up. Isn't that amazing? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if you could weigh you back without the feeling. You can't, not me, you. Can I? I don't know. I had to wait until next time. But let me tell you, I remember when I was a kid, and I used to work in the cotton field, and I was very close to my grandmother, really close to my grandmother. And in the cotton fields, we would stop around noon to have lunch. And then I would off. I remember one time as a kid offering my grandmother my lunch, right? And I would always kind of do stuff for her. And, and some of the other women in the field heard me say, oh, mama, you want my lunch, right? And they're like, Rolly, her name is Rosalie Thomas. Rolly, you got, that's a good boy you got. That's a good grand boy. I remember feeling high from that. And I think that's where my stuff started at. <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday. And I may have started before that, but that's all I can see right now. But I think it started right there. And so I've been trying to think, in the last 24 years since starting Bond, have I done anything for anybody where I didn't feel some sense of ego gratification? And I started thinking about this yesterday. So far, I haven't come up with anything. Looked like everything I've done, I had a, uh, like a good feeling about it. But I would say, oh, I feel happy that they can see. Oh, I feel, you know, you feel good about it. And I didn't realize that under, 
current ego is still there working. And like the big stuff we see all the time, but this other little stuff just kind of that we don't see is what's working us as well. We got to see our whole motivation. And unless you start paying attention to yourself, you're not going to see it. And it's going to keep you from God. It's going to hold you back. So look at those things. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for coming. I appreciate it, folks. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program, or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. <laughs>